Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry, and this is episode number 29. And we're, we're doing it again. Two guys, two mics, and two pints to start off the new year. Um, you know, new year, same shit. Yeah. More football. A lot of football. Where do we? Where do? Where, where do we begin? Oh, I guess we should start off with the the honorary number twenty nine. Oh yeah, twenty nine episode twenty nine in honor of uh, Champions League winner uh, Kingsley Coleman. Quite the journeyman, proper player, probably one of the more underrated wingers. So this uh, episode twenty nine is in honor of him. There you go. All right, and in honor, I know your team had a pretty bad loss, so just a quick little. Oh, side yeah. piece on a PSG. Yeah, that was a bad Champions League. Or, or which one are we talking about? Uh, uh, Manchester City legend. Oh, passing shit. Yeah, Colin <laughs> Bell, uh, arguably the best uh, player ever for City. I mean, obviously there's there's like a new set of players that are just beyond. But like when I used to go watch the games at the pub locally here, actually in Studio City, I talked to some of the the guys who were like fifty and sixty at the pub. They would get there early, and he'd be like. You know, when I watch, they'd watch certain players play, and they'd be like, he just reminds me of Colin Bell. You know, I wish you could have seen Colin Bell. And Colin Bell, by the way, just to briefly touch on him, uh, one of, like, England's great players in the 60s, Manchester City's highest goal scorer, like, in the time, and arguably their best player. Obviously, we got Kuhn and David Silva, KDB now, but it's a, it's a big loss for the Manchester City community. He'd always show up to the Premier League trophy outings and, you know, all that stuff. Big fan. And uh, seeing him in today's match, I mean, seeing the tribute and then seeing Mike Summer be in the stands, yeah, it, it does tug at your heartstrings a bit. But, um, yeah, condolences to him and his family. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Always sad to see a legend uh, move on Yeah. from this world anyway. It's become so common now, you know, with uh, everything going on. So, won't, unfortunately, sad to say, it probably won't be the last, uh, you know, footballing legend we'll be losing this year. And no. Just the way things are going. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's move on to football. We'll start off with the review from the Premier League of the past week, week and a half, or whatever it is. And uh, we'll work our way up to news and whatever else there is, transfers and all that. Mm-hmm. All that bull. Uh, so, yeah, uh, match week number uh, 17, 16 and a half. I don't know. Yeah, some teams have played 15 now. games. Some teams have played 16, others 17. So, yeah, it's match week 17. And uh, uh, we left off last week with um, the Tottenham-Fulham game being postponed. And then uh, on Friday on the 1st, uh, Everton hosted West Ham Yeah, and uh, lost. Now, this was the team that City moved uh, <laughs> mountains to, to avoid playing, right? Yeah, yeah. Scary team. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to Everton, they're they're. I think they're just getting back their players, but they're missing a lot of players. So I mean, but they still should be beating West Ham. To be fair, and uh, I, you know, just touching on what you mentioned, though, I loved Pep's quote leading into the uh, the match of this week. He's like, you know, he said, "Don't worry, like we'd rather play Everton when they're at full strength, so then we can beat them when they're like that." So there's no excuses. So I thought that was a nice little dig at them because they were complaining about us canceling the game when maybe we actually did some favors for them. But focusing on the game, um, it's interesting to note that Susek, who plays in the midfield, is actually 
the guy who's scoring most of the goals now for them. Mm-hmm. You know, with yeah, the, we see his name when. Uh, yeah, with Mikel Antonio out and like you know, kind of a depleted attack at the moment. Holler not panning out to who he was destined to be. And Haller, I forgot to add in my transfer notes, but I'll remember now. He's rumored to go to Ajax, so we'll oh. touch on that later. But, um, yeah, man, a good result for West Ham, and they're just kind of slowly, you know, staying up there. Probably, what, top eight now? Something like that? They're in the top half. I think they're in 10th now. Oh, okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah, th- yeah, they're right in the middle, 10th place. Um, they have a plus three on the goal differential. They're at 26 points, So and Everton has a game in hand with 29. Mm-hmm. So Everton can still do something i just don't think that it's going to be very consistent they'll have like they're going to be up and down for the rest of the season i believe yeah Um, which which uh, has been the i don't even know how they have 29 points but this is they've eked out wins here and there yeah uh, and they've lost games that they should have won and they've won games Hmm. i don't know if they've been fortunate to win games i think they've won games that they're supposed to yeah it's never been like convincing though it's never been a i mean those first weeks were were nice but since then it's just been scraping by um at times so i don't know but for everton's sake like you know we say some managers are in the hot seat i don't know if ancelotti is because this is where everton are every year like they're not competing for anything serious but they're not bad yeah that's where they're gonna probably end up again they're good enough to get some some spotlight here and there yeah Right, I wonder so. when Richarlison is going to get bought out, man, because I think he's too good for that team. Yeah. Yeah, but how good is Richarlison really? Yeah. Like, what level can he reach? Can Is he... Do you think he can get as good as uh, Gabriel Jesus, for example? So I don't think Jesus is like a top-tier Brazilian striker as they're historically known for. Right. But... <laughs> He actually leads the league in the most nutmegs too, which is a random stat. But I was looking at it the other Did he charge this one? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he has like eleven or something. Uh, Grealish is up there. Um, Ezzy, like ran- you know those tricky wingers. But I like his game. I think in a more dynamic offense, he'd be really good. He's kind of wasted in a team like Everton, if I'm honest, which is kind of sucks to say. Well, they kind of put him as a winger, right? Yeah, winger, which f- false nine even. I mean, he yeah. has the body of a target man because he's tall, but yeah. I don't know. But he has really good technique, yeah. very good strength. Hmm. Probably he's, he's, he's an enigma. Yeah. Hey, maybe City. Nah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm uh, trying to throw everybody to City. Yeah. Except man. Holland. We could use all we could use all the help we can get. Um. <laughs> so yeah, Everton, they're still in a strong position. Uh, what they're gonna do with that? If my if I'm gonna guess, not much. Nah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, again, Everton loses to West Ham 1-0. Mm-hmm. Next match, Manchester United hosting Aston Villa for a 2-1 to win. This was as good as advertised. Yeah, it was a good Both game. teams went at each other. It was pretty even as far as I can remember in terms of possession. Yeah, 48-52. to 52. Mm-hmm. Um, A little bit of controversy. I would say both ways, and this is just me defending mm-hmm. you know, a team that I support. Um, but I don't know. I think United has proven themselves to be probably a contender for the title now. I think we can say it with a straight face and all the shit talking that I've had with um against the Ole is kind of starting to sound a little dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what else? I mean, what else is there to take away? Pogba, as soon as the transfer uh, window opens, starts balling out. He's had like a pretty good run of games. Yeah. Other than today, maybe, but he had played like maybe a good two, three games in a row, which is not really something that you're used to seeing from Pogs. Right, right. Um. The defense was really well. Played really well too. Worked really well to shut down uh, Grealish for the first half. Mm-hmm. Then I think he lied a little deeper to get the ball a little more in the second half when where he was especially dangerous. Uh, United were fortunate not to concede more due to those plays that Grealish can can uh, come up with. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? Uh, Rashford can't stay onside for his fucking... Like, if he, he's being paid <laughs> top dollar and he can't stay onside, it's bothering me. And then there's been a few matches down the road where... He's in love with his pace, mm-hmm. and including today's game with City. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, do you want to talk about the penalty? Yeah, I mean, that was the one that changed the game, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it was it was because both teams created enough to I think maybe go home with a point each, and uh, uh, there was a I mean it was a soft penalty for me, and I think a lot of people agreed. Maybe there there was a flick by the de- defender. Whether that's enough to make a player fall, that's that's up for debate. But um, I think it, it does take away from United's performance when they concede a penalty like this because that's every everything everybody wants to go in on is the penalty and call them penalty merchants and divers. Well, then the- you have Klopp with mm-hmm. comments after his loss, which has nothing to do with mm-hmm. with anything. Yeah, and. I, there was a penalty shout for Liverpool. I'm, I don't remember. It, it was a weak, weak penalty shouts, it, yeah. and I'm glad they didn't get called. But in the in the counter argument, in his case, like those are penalty calls that if it happens to United more often than not, it's being given. Whether whether or not that exists, whether that favoritism is there, it looks like it. But you know we can't make that claim because we don't know. But I would have I would have preferred that, that penalty not be called and United get a goal from open play yeah. or a set piece or whatever. But you know, Any other way. Yeah, because it, it's just you feel bad for, for guys like, you know, Traore and Grealish and El Ghazi who put in a proper shift and they go home with nothing yeah. due to a ticky-tack call. But that's to say that every team gets one of those every every once in a while. I think the problem is how frequently United do get it. It's becoming a little bit of uh, sour grapes for everybody else in the league who doesn't get those. But Yeah, I think since, um, since Ole has been managing the team, which is two years now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty much at one penalty every other game. Yeah. As and far as the numbers go. So it's about 60 games and it's mm-hmm. about 30 something penalties. Yeah. Um which is a high number. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and defend that. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go as far as to say it's favoritism because a lot of teams do get easy penalties. I mean, look at Leicester this season. Yeah. Um and uh I mean if if I'm like here defending my side now because there has been a lot of attack. Uh, Villa were lucky not to have Tyrone Mings sent off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He led with the elbow, busted Pogba in the face, didn't get anything. Yeah. Um, that's reckless. You know, you're playing at the head. They didn't play for the ball. Uh, I'm glad it didn't get called, but, you know, you can see why someone would want to call that. Um, now, as far as the game goes, again, it was both back and forth. A lot of teams had a lot of possession. A lot of shots on goal. United had 19 shots with 9 on goal. Villa 15 on 15 shots with 5 on goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to say that 
both keepers were amazing that day. Yeah, they were good. Emiliano Martinez uh, picked one off that Bruno had slotted into the corner almost. Yeah. Uh, De Gea's back to his old self. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think both teams are legit. I think Villa, the most that they can aspire for him, and, you know, maybe I'm reducing their their quality a little bit, but they have a good shot for Europa League. Maybe, yeah. How far they can get next season, especially since everyone's going to bounce on, uh, um, I should say pounce on Jack Grealish. You know, without him, I don't think they get too far, but. Mm-hmm. He's a hard guy to replace for sure. They'll have a lot of money, so, mm-hmm. you know, Europa League and then whatever fee they get for his transfer, I hope they don't squander, but teams like that tend to. Yeah. You know, one thing that, that did kind of rub me the wrong way, though, was uh, the clip where I think Luke Shaw's bursting, making a, a run down the left wing, and he kind of gets parried, I'm uh, not parried, uh, jostled, kind of out of bounds, loses the ball, and then uh, Bogba's telling him, hey, dive. Oh, dive. <laughs> he does the diving symbol to him. And I think that's what rubs fans the wrong way. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah. they're intentionally it's looking not, for the calls and they get them. That kind of stuff is yeah. not in your, if it's not in your blood, you're not thinking of it. You yeah. Know? It's one of those like cheeky things where you're going to just play with, um, in Spanish, they call it mania. Yeah. Like just, you know, trickery and stuff like that just to get calls, just stuff like that. Yeah. Some Salah, players, Salah does it a lot. Mane. You know, they, they, play with, they play with the ref. You know they'll use any advantage they can, and then other there's players that that it's not in your blood. You're not, you know, like like in basketball, the guys that jump into the player when mm-hmm. they're shooting a three, or you know they'll they'll stop to get a foul, stuff like that. That you want to play with the ref, um, and others don't. Others, I'm not gonna pat myself on the back, but we don't. We're not like that. I'm not gonna fall <laughs> in the penalty just because you you hip check me a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the goal, I, and a lot of times. They they try this fuckery, and if they were to stay on their feet and they, yeah. go for the shot, they'll have a shot. Yeah. And instead, they, they just fall and get no call. And yeah, you know, Bogba kind of had uh, Douglas Luiz beat already, uh, or at least to the side of him enough to get a shot. So he I, had his body I, in front of him. Yeah. So I was like, ah, you really had to fall. But I know, you know, he's not the only guy to do it. That's the issue. I mean, Mane does it a lot. Salah does it a lot. Sterling sometimes does it. There's a lot of players, but, you know, I said... The yeah, a lot of players, um, you know, it's a very Latin thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get my South American. Yeah. Um, I hate it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I hate it. And uh, it sucks when that's what the whole conversation is about. Mm-hmm. Like, just listen to how long we've talked about it, you know, already. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, good game. Bless you. Yeah. Good game. Two to one. United. They tie for first on points. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Liverpool, uh, Aston Villa hard done. You can say that they argued a they they deserved a point, um, but they're still in eighth place, two games in hand, twenty six points. So you know, it's tough to feel too bad for them. But yeah, they'll they'll be a, a pain on anyone's uh, ass for the rest of the season. Um, moving on, uh, Tottenham hosting uh, Leeds United. Yeah, and Tottenham uh, wins three to zero. Uh, I think I think um, we talked about this last week, and it panned out exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it leads leap holes due to the constant pressing that they have. Yeah, um, and when you concede first to to Spurs, it's really hard to come back. 
yeah. uh, especially the way they did. So, I mean, credit to Spurs, but as soon as they conceded the first goal, it was it was almost as good as done for me. But, yeah, credit to Spurs. They exploited the the way leads come, come out. You know, they, they mm-hmm. play very dynamic, very direct, as, as we expected them to. But, um, you know, again, you open the, the scoring in the first half, and from there you open the floodgates with a team like, with, like Spurs, you know. They'll contain so well in the back and then burst out at you and it's not much you can do no matter who you have as a center back or a you know wing back or whatever so yeah credit a you know professional result and their first win in about five games now <laughs> so they they yeah. desperately needed this one yeah they really did uh just to hold their their position uh on the table they're in fourth now uh game in hand and uh, they're in at 29 points there's four teams tied with 29 points in all with varying yeah. amounts of games played, so it's kind of confusing to to have a real grasp. Yeah, it's deceiving. On yeah, on where everybody's at. It's crazy though. We I, I've never seen this. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so moving on from that, three to zero, Tottenham beat uh, Leeds. Um, I guess I guess before we move on from that. Hyoming Sun scores a hundred, his hundredth Spurs goal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not bad. Best uh, Asian player ever. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Crystal Palace beats Sheffield United, uh, two to zero. Uh, I didn't watch this one, but I did see uh, Eze's goal. Yeah, nice goal. What a player. Yeah, he's panning out. He's yeah, he is. Yeah, he's slowly. he's been one of the, I guess, revelations of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with you know, um, that there's been a few players that have kind of come out like Ward Prowse, uh, yeah. I guess Jay Adams to an extent, Hoyberg, mm-hmm. um, Calvert Lewin, his blowout uh, blow up year. Yeah, Calvert Lewin. He slowed down a bit, but you know he's still kind of come out. Yeah. Uh, and Eze is one of those guys that's kind of riding a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good run of form. Yeah. And uh, again, he scored a really nice goal and. Sheffield United, man, they're, it's crazy to say that that with two points that they have, what's the record? 13 points for the lowest? Yeah, the lowest Premier League finish, yeah. So it's crazy. 13 points means four wins. Yeah. So it, all they have to do is get, well, yeah, all they have to do is get four wins. Yeah. And it's so hard to see that for a season. Yeah. They, or they could get like three wins and two draws, you know. That's sure. more believable. Sure. But you know, it's yeah. the way they're going now. It's not. They're not scoring. Work. They're not defending. They're being bullied. Yeah. I think every time someone sees Sheffield, oh, that's a that's a dub. Yeah. When next when last year, it's like fuck. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I don't know how much different their team is from last year as well. It's not too different. I I still think they've been unlucky, man. Honestly, but at some point, you can't you can't just depend on that. You need to like actually make it happen. And yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for Chris Wilder. I thought he was a top manager. He, for me, he was even up there for manager of the month. I'm mean, manager, manager of the year last season, I should say. Just based on what they were yeah. able to do with their limited resources. They stuff. didn't. They weren't able to invest in a proper striker, and I think that's hurting them. But I understand why COVID and shit. But that really would have helped them, you yeah. know, to get somebody. I don't know, somebody nice, you know, somebody like an Ollie Watkins or um, mm-hmm. somebody. Oh, he's he's bottler. He's running up there for bottler of the month. I think. 
He's still he's still much better than McGoldrick though. Well, yeah, I mean McGoldrick is they just retirement got nobody, age. Man. Yeah. They got nobody. Yeah, they can take anybody like straight straight up. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I would love. I wouldn't mind if City was like, hey, like loan out Liam Delap for the rest of the season and help him out. But I, I know it won't happen. City don't loan players for some reason, man. Or at least not to any It's not a very sites. common practice for English teams. You don't really see that a whole lot. Yeah, it's not too common. Um, but yeah, two to zero. Moving on, uh, Brighton hosting Wolves. Uh, the game ended three to three. A lot of goals. A lot of goals. Uh, but uh, Wolves uh, are my bottler of the week. Mm. They were up three to one in the first half. Yeah. They went down early, and then came back, outplayed Brighton off the pitch. Second half comes around and. The wolves turned into pups. Yeah, they just laid over and uh, let Brighton have their way. I thought, I thought Brighton was gonna win, um, but they were closer for sure. But yeah, somehow well, Wolves got a chance in the end, and uh, Otasawi uh, sent it over the bar mm-hmm. on the very last cross from a good play from uh, Triori. Yeah, um, that's a tough cross to get to though for anybody. It, it was is a little high. It was it, a little it, high. Yeah, it was a little high. Yeah, but um, maybe Ronaldo can get to that. It's not many guys, though, in my opinion. Yeah, unless you time the jump that perfectly, you know. But yeah, and it's crazy because uh, Wolves are up three to one. They were in complete control. First half starts, and I think it's the fir- the second half starts. It's the mm-hmm. very first play of the game of the uh, restart, and uh, they give away a penalty. Yeah, they did, and it's by one of the most experienced players giving a stupid ass penalty away. Uh, Mutinho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such such a such a uh, schoolboy error. Yeah, such a rookie mistake, and from there, Wolves are on the back foot, man. It's embarrassing for them to lose three three. Uh, yeah, it's a loss. It's a it's a draw that ends up being a loss. You're up two points, two goals, and Brighton's not even a great team. Yeah. Um. So Wolves uh, are in thirteenth uh, place with twenty two points. And Brighton's in 17th with 14. Damn, they're in the relegation zone. Yeah, I think they're going to get relegated. It's really between them and, like, Fulham. Really? And, well, Burnley is actually getting results, man. So they're Ugh, even... I know. Hey, man, Deitch ball. Don't sleep on it, man. It's effective. It's effective. Um, Maybe if his name was Sam Sam Daichino, Daichino or something, we'd like him more, right? Well, <laughs> if he's won stuff, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's won our hearts. Uh, <laughs> well, he uh, he wins not getting relegated. How about that? Ah, uh, fucking hell. Oh, speaking of uh, of Sam. <laughs> oh, damn. Next match, West Brom hosting Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gunners, yeah. Yeah, it's Arsenal, man. What's what's so you can't be mad at Sam for that? It's Arsenal. <laughs> right? They're a big club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a big club. <laughs> They're a big club that we were uh, talking about relegation battles. Uh, I didn't buy that, but yeah, I a lot yeah, of people were. Yeah, yeah. A lot, there was a lot of talk about Arsenal being relegated because mm-hmm. they were in uh, 15th place Yeah, for a good while. Yeah, they were now looking, they're, they were down bad. They were down bad. They were way negative in the goal differential. And now they're in 11th place with 13 points. And they're three behind uh, Chelsea. Big bro for now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I um, know Chelsea's slipping up too. Yeah, and we'll get to that in just just a second. Oh, believe you me, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But four to zero, Kieran Turney with the goal of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, that was a really nice goal. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice. And Lacazette turning it on for Arsenal. I, I mean, there's a lot of players that are really having really good form in Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Tierney, Saka. Saka is another one of those guys that's like one of the better players of the season. So like one of yeah, the, yeah, uh, one breakout of the year, breakout, yeah. Uh, and Lacazette, man. Yeah. Lacazette's got two goals. I, I don't know how many goals he has, but I'm pretty sure he's a, I don't know, seven or eight this season. Yeah, in all comps, too, because he scored in Europa when they were playing. Yeah, so um, Arsenal's got, at that point, was, um, is that three wins in a row? Yeah. Three wins in a row. Hadn't seen that all season, and they're finally living up to the way that they ended off last season, which is not bad. Yeah. I mean, they need to do it for longer for me to give them credit, but it's looking better for sure. Sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Better, or um, not better, but like longer and against better teams. Yeah. Because other than Chelsea, it, it's been uh, it's been West Brom and uh, who was it in, in the middle of the week last week? Chelsea. Or was it? Uh, well, the, the streak started with Chelsea, didn't it? I think it was Burnley. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was Brighton. They okay. barely beat Brighton. Yeah. Um, so it started with Chelsea. Yeah. And then it's three wins in a row. Still good. And we won't know until next week who they got. But it's doing wonders for their confidence, really. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. I think yeah, they can keep it up. I mean, they got a snowball into it. I think when they play big clubs, it's still going to be a tough ask. But I yeah. think now they're finally beating the teams they should. So that's a good start. Exactly, yeah. And that's what big clubs do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like how they look, though. Um, Arteta's off of the hot seat for now. Yeah. And he was always going to get a run to the end of the season anyway, I believe. But maybe this is going to convince, um, you know, the guys that checked or that signed the checkbook. Mm-hmm. To, to splurge a little bit more this transfer window or maybe next. Um, so yeah, moving on from that again, four to zero, mm-hmm. and then Newcastle hosting Leicester City. Yep. Um, standard, right? Good Two result. to one win for yeah. Leicester. Uh, Andy Carroll is a name that I don't really see a whole lot anymore. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, you're not going to score much at Newcastle as it is, but. Uh, you know, nice goal, nice reaction goal. Kind of came out of nothing, but you know, the big, the bigger team won. Lesser as they were expected to, mm-hmm. and yeah, fabulous goal from James Madison. Just absolutely bombarded that into the top, uh, and you know, good, good assist from Vardy, and then Tielemans too, a proper strike. Just two really good goals, mm-hmm. as you should against Newcastle, and yeah, standard. Yeah, yeah, uh, Lester just holding on to. Their position on the table, um, but they're that good, right? They're Champions League, Europa League, at least fighting for those positions, right? Yeah, yeah, they're up there. They're top six for me. I mean, not now. Top I mean, seven. right now they're they're doing better, but I think they'll end up top six for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not out of the question. Um, Thirty-two points. They're in third place. Yeah, they they're they just keep getting wins, man. They get points somehow. I don't. I don't think they've lost too much in the last... Nah, they just lose to the, the randomest teams, <laughs> though, sometimes. Yeah, they're going through... Yeah, they're going through pretty good form. 
Only one loss in the last four ga- five games. Whatever that's worth. Um, well, that's including all comps, so I, I'm not going to go and look into every game. Mm-hmm. Two to one, Lester wins. Uh, then the next one, uh, yeah, <laughs> the more surprising one, Chelsea hosting Manchester City. Yeah. I, I always had us winning. I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, but I think the fashion was surprising of how, how well we played, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you guys got your chances and, and took them. So this is one that we can kind of bite into. There's a lot of meat on this one. You know, when you get nice, you know, you know, little rack of ribs and yeah, there's enough There's enough there to, you're not, you're not just chewing on bone. Um, City started off really well, man. Yeah, and from, I think, from the start. I think the way they positioned their midfield was was perfect because they they're comfortable letting well they have this way of, of setting up where they're plugging in holes. Yeah. But you also don't worry about Conte because he's not really good with the ball. Yeah. So you can you can uh, put your attention towards um, uh, Pulisic against Ziyech and Ziyech I feel like was. Uh, one of the more dangerous players. Anytime he had the ball, when he's crossing that, he puts it in like in a manner where it's got really good pace mm-hmm. and it's in a really good uh, height, you know, to meet Werner or whoever's up there. Yeah. And you know, if I'm gonna be honest, Giroud should have got the start. Yeah, he would have been maybe a little bit more troublesome, but I don't. It was just all City, man. Uh, Pulisic had a few nice chances where he wriggled his way in, tried to create something, but. I feel I mean, like Pulisic dribbles and he he advances. He's always trying to advance the ball, mm-hmm. but he's always at eleven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know when you turn the the crank to ten and that's the highest. He's, yeah. He's always playing at one pace. He needs to get. He needs to like change it up, change the tempo a bit because you know what you're gonna get from him. It makes it a little predictable, and sometimes it's like okay, well you, a hurricane's predictable, but what are you gonna do to stop it, right? Yeah. Sometimes that goes through, but he needs to shoot more, and. Uh, I don't know, his passing could use some developing as well. Yeah. And um, but he him and Ziyech were the only danger for Yeah. For um for Chelsea. Otherwise City were I think he just doesn't have options really. I mean you can it's hard. I can't expect him to be prime messy and take everybody on and then have a good shot. Uh or even hazard when he was with, with Chelsea at, at some points, barely, you know. He wasn't like Messi esque, but uh, for me, I think, you know, there's no tactics there, and him performing that well is, is a good sign, but it's never going to go through, especially against the best defense in England at the moment. Uh, you know, Ruben Diaz and Stones will make it difficult Man, for that partnership is through. Yeah, that partnership is doing wonders. Yeah, so and I, you never thought that beginning of the season. We always thought it was going to be Laporte and Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laporte, um, Diaz, you know, even Ake. Yeah, well, Ake's kind of been injured right now off and on, but, I mean... Stones has been just magnificent. You got to ride that, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm starting to actually just trust Pep with it because I was like, all right, man, like whatever row you have with Laporte, just get over it and play him because you need to rotate your squad. But when they're playing so good, I mean, shit, he, he hasn't put a foot wrong. The only goal they've conceded was an own goal against West Brom, a, def- a really bad deflection. And, you know, so, I mean, that just tells you everything you need to know. So defensively, we had it on lock. At the very end, Chelsea does score over a stupid defensive error by Zinchenko. The game was done and dusted, though. But Yeah, he, I mean, he's your weak link in the defense. Yeah, yeah. And Mendy was supposed to be our guy. He can't stay healthy or he, 
can't stop throwing parties or he can't you know he's, he's just a problematic player um and well then, he's out there on the prowl looking for big you know we'll, we'll leave that off no i'll say yeah big bum <laughs> latinas i don't i don't i don't blame him for that but you just got to know how to move you know move real g's move in silence like lasagna that's what little wing says uh-huh but you know just to focus on the first half that was the real meat of the game gundawan fabulous turn on thiago silva yeah to create a just a, a beautifully slotted shot into the bottom right of the net foden i thought for me was a player of the match you could give it to kdb as well but foden was just so direct you know not only did he have the assist but he also he had the assist to gundawan and then the goal where uh, kdb just kind of just threads the needle between yeah. two defenders and just a touch finish you know something that raheem doesn't know how to fucking do so that just tells you everything you need to know Good good result. Wish we didn't concede. It would have been nice to keep having a clean sheet. A clean sheet, yeah. Three to zero looks a lot better than three to one. But yeah. the game was really three to zero. I'm... It could have been more, like you said too. Like yeah. we had plenty of chances. Um, yeah, um, plenty of chances actually. I was surprised that the first half didn't end four or five to zero. Yeah. Um, but that mid man, uh, Mount, nowhere to be found. <sighs> Fucking Mount. Yeah, he was terrible. Um, but trust me, he's good. Yeah, he is good. He's trust proper me. player. Proper trust player. Me. Deserves yeah. the 10 for England. But, yeah, I mean, trust me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that midfield was just set up so beautifully. And then having the Bernardo Silva as a false nine was Yeah, and then Joao Cancelo just drifting in Just and wonderful. And you know, the thing about the false nine, it, it's... I don't think you can play it every match. No. Because you, you need someone to score the goals. Yeah. To yeah. put the finishing touch on a play. But the way that it keeps the defenses guessing, I mean, the false nine really is what what caused uh, the uh, the goal for Foden. Yeah. Because Foden was in a really big gap for a good portion of that play. Yeah. It bounced off of him. De Bruyne had it on the left, and he had all the space in the world to just clean up that that cross. Mm-hmm. And what that does is drag out players. Someone technical like Bernardo Silva really thrives with something like that. Yeah. Because he's good at he's good at um, passing the ball and linking it up and you know distributing it while dragging away defenders. Fuck, man. I think that was a master class from from uh, Pep, but I think Pep was playing with with Lampard. Tactically oh, speaking, it's just easy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like playing speaking, a game on easy mode. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. fucked up to say, but mm-hmm. yeah, my only problem with Bernardo is that, I mean, he's he's still been good this season, not at his best though, because mm. his first season and even his second, like. All those, he's fabulous with the ball, by the way. He keeps such close control on it. Cuts onto his left, and he'd have shots from outside the box, shots from inside the box, and he'd hit them. He's not doing that this year, so hopefully he picks that up. I don't know if it's because he's got a girl now. What the <laughs> fuck? But his he's, legs are gone. Yeah, he needs to, if he becomes more clinical, I think we could have a proper title charge. But, you know, just, just the way that the table is at right now. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Good result for City. I, you know, we both predicted it. Uh, yeah so yeah just stand yeah uh, i'm not surprised at all that chelsea's running through really poor form poor form at the moment Um, they'll come good (laughs) i'm I'm just trying to think of of something good to say about chelsea Mm. and i i'm i'm running out of i don't really have any clue anymore they were banking on that whole clean sheet streak Mm -hmm. for a good while that their defense improved that mendy was the guy I think um, not having Reese James is a big, is a big yeah. Blow. Okay, that w- that was their biggest loss, and he might have slowed down Foden, but I don't think 
he's going to stop Foden because Foden had an amazing match. I don't think there's many defenders who could stop Foden at the moment. Maybe I'm a little high on him, but he's yeah. just a tricky player. A slippery guy, you know. Yeah, exactly. And he drifts wide. He comes in. He mm-hmm. comes out. He goes up. He goes down. He goes side to side. That's from Independence Day. You know, uh, people know. But anyway, um, I mean, Gundogan too, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just Surprising. Say, shutting me up. Yeah, he's been shutting me up too. I, I've, I ridicule him a lot, but he's deserved it, to be fair. This is the first season. This is his best season, actually. So if he can keep it up, I think... You know, no love lost. And Silky Ilky? Yeah, Silky Ilky, man. That was such a nice turn, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, and I agree, Tierney's goal was probably the goal of the week. That was probably my second favorite of the week. I'm, I'm, I'm a City fan, so obviously, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. just love a turn You can't like go that. wrong with that. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. It's like, that's an underrated move, honestly, because... You don't really see stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's not not too often. That's like some shit you'd see from Kroos and, you know, like midfielders of that caliber. They do mm-hmm. that pretty frequently. Modric, yeah. Modric, um, Mason Ma- uh, uh, Mason Mount, he's good at crossing the ball. <laughs> you know, uh, and you know, uh, Chelsea actually have like the most goals from set pieces, and that's what I think makes Mount look so good is the set pieces. He's a good set piece taker. Yeah, yeah, I said that last week. There's dudes from Canada that can put a ball where he's like the way he's doing it. So I just don't give much credit to that. It it's uh some a lot of teams they they thrive on that they they rely on that um and you know, that's all good type. and well yeah. You can drill for that and all that shit, but most of the game is played <laughs> yeah, as the ball's running, not, not when the ball stopped. You can't bank on that, especially not against Manchester City. No, um, man. no but you know what? Like Chelsea, like I go into Chelsea, playing Chelsea, I, I don't fear them. I mean, they beat us a few times, but we always smack them, bro. Like, this is a team that I feel like is food. No matter how big they are, no matter who they have as manager. I don't know. Maybe that's why I like them so much. They just kind of let us have it. <laughs> They're an easy six points yeah. a season. I remember we scored like six goals on them like last season, like like nothing, bro. So mm-hmm. yeah, easy money. I don't. Yeah, I don't really see them. Well, I I really feel like Lampard's got to drop Werner, and maybe he's getting pressure from the owners or the guy that's signing the checks. It's tough when you just spent that money. Exactly, right but he's not. He's clearly not having any confidence. Yeah, but you don't want to Jovic him out of it either, you know. That's true. That's like, true. And I was going to talk about that when we spoke about Madrid. Whoa. Um, but uh, what, what do you do? You just keep, you just let him play it out? I, I would. Because I think he's still valuable. I think even if he's uh, he's not scoring, he's still valuable. But, you know. It would make sense if, if he was tactically in, well, the, thing in is the he's just position. He's not, yeah, he's not being put in the positions to succeed. You're just kind of throwing him out there and just hoping he just... He runs towards the ball and, and yeah. pokes it in or something like that. I mean, four goals. And even when he does, he's hitting it off the post or just wide. Or, so that's not helping him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Giroud is good. His, the service really isn't there at all. Yeah. He's not an out-and-out striker. Maybe yeah. he'll benefit from a from a, a, a two-striker formation. Yeah. Take yeah. out a midfielder and take out Mount. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think, yeah. I don't he's know not going to do that. Happen. Yeah. He's not going to do that. Um, Havertz hasn't really gotten, but he's still recovering from COVID little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, Conte's legs are gone. Yeah. I mean, he's good, but he needs a, a supporting cast around him, and he doesn't he have that. He needs a technical midfielder next to him. Otherwise, he's... That's uh, what Havertz was supposed to be, but another guy who's kind of having a slow start. But yeah, but he's a guy that's more advanced in the in the field. He's not going to do the, the mm-hmm. things that, Haver, that um, Conte does. 
or in any way anyway um at least mount runs a lot yeah well yeah it's not for a lack of effort on his part <laughs> he he gives it his all he really sweats the yeah. shirt oh he does yeah but yeah three to one ass whooping could have been more should have been more uh, Whoa. You you even said it during the game. You're like, I think they feel bad for them. Yeah. And I football players don't think like that, man. They, when the third know. when the third goal went in, I f- I felt like they just kind of took their foot off the gas. And that's how I feel. They got like comfortable. They started fucking around. You know. They got comfortable. Started dicking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, I feel like I don't want to shit on Chelsea too much. They're going through it as bad as they are. I don't want to kick them while they're down. But well, uh, okay. So before we move on, yeah. I, I remember bringing this up earlier today that, um, I mean, Lampard. Oh, yeah. He's getting, like, a lot of a lot of shit, right? Rightfully so. I don't think there's any problem about him actually getting shit. It's because he's white and Tory. It's, it's kind of unfair, <laughs> but yeah. He's a legend. He's a club legend. But he wasn't ready for the job. Yeah, he wasn't, man. Yeah. He played, he, he was with Darby County for how long? Like, like a season. Like a season, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. They didn't get promoted. They were up there. But I think the yeah they were like in the top five or something yeah. like that. Top four side. Um, when only three clubs, was it three or two? It's uh one club automatically two go into playoff. Playoff. And I think they lost the playoff if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. So they okay. might have been third, but it doesn't matter if you don't make it. You don't make you, it. Yeah, man. exactly. You don't make it. And um, wait, so how do they determine the third club that goes up? Oh, it's a. It's actually the. Sorry, it's, oh, it's the, the first two that get the automatic. I think it's promotion, actually. Yeah. And then there's a playoff between the, the 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 following four clubs. I think. Okay. That's what it is. That so makes three. Sense. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. So. So you're right. They probably were. So the highlight of his career mm-hmm. before he got signed before he signed as Chelsea's manager was well, holding up the Leeds. Champions League with. Oh. Oh, as a manager. As a manager. Because yeah. I don't want to diminish his character. He's one of the best midfielders to ever grace the England shirt, and sure. a City legend, as I might add, as well. <laughs> But yeah, as a manager, damn! I remember like the the game that uh, he first played with Chelsea against Chelsea. Oh, I love that shit! It. I was watching it with my cousin. He was a big Chelsea yeah, I remember fan, watching and I was that. just like celebrating the fuck out of it. And he's just the the you know Frank Lampard didn't want to celebrate it. He had yeah. his head down. Like uh, it was a game winner too. Yeah, I remember that shit. It was a header, wasn't it? Yeah, from Pellegrini like, days. Yeah. Yeah, from like it was close, close to outside the box, wasn't it? It was just like a weird goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he gets well. It. That's how he scores. He always scored like these weird little. He had a good nose for goal as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah he's a. Yeah, that was a simpler times for sure. Um, we were still, we still had the good the old days. kids. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, he. There's a lot of. Uh, a lot of managers that get, the, uh, the main, the head coach position based off of their, their merit, their legend status as a player. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot of legend players that are that have become great coaches. Off the top of my head, maybe like four or five. Yeah. Zidane. And even when they do, they they take other jobs first, you know. Yeah, exactly. There, there's like a there's like a uh, like a road. Yeah, I guess that's like a I map. Think, yeah, I think what Vincent Company did was brilliant. We're going to Anderlecht, not a big team, his home team. Player, coach, guess but Anderlecht is a big team in Belgium. Oh, they're a big team, and they're a Champions League team at times, you know. Yeah, or Europa at best. Or so at even that kind of job is a little too big. Yeah. As your first gig. But you know, coming off of a 
playing for Guardiola, you got to think you have a little bit of a elevated mind now. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree. I think he he took the 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 route more properly than Frank Lampard did. Yeah. With I don't know, I never saw Frank Lampard as a coach personally. And he well, became, I, yeah, because <laughs> he benefited from so many legendary coaches. In yeah, his playing and career. players really that he played with too. Yeah, exactly. Drogba. Yeah, Drogba, uh, John Terry. Yeah. You know Michael Ballack. Oh, just yeah. just a ton of players. Yeah, yeah. So, Sturridge. Um, <laughs> Torres. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just a little, yeah, you can name like, a ton yeah. of them. There, yeah. there's, there's a ton, David Beckham. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if, if he really, I don't want to say not earned it, because obviously there's there's some kind of learning that you have to do, and there, there's some kind of work. But he didn't get an assistant gig. Mm-hmm. He didn't uh, do any developmental coaching or anything. He went straight to head coach, Derby mm-hmm. County, one of the bigger teams in the championship. Yeah. And then from there, Chelsea came knocking because of his legend status. And there is some merit for having a legend as the as the manager. Players automatically respect you. Yeah. They want to be like you. They probably grew up watching you play. But tactically, those guys have to be coached. Mm-hmm. And Lampard is obviously not up to not up to par with the other guys. Pep played with him. Arteta has played with him twice now. Mm-hmm. Um. Thierry Henry, for example, mm-hmm. another guy that that just took a job based on his legend status. Yeah, Gary Neville. Gary Neville. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I'm, I'm, there's a yeah. There's, there, there's a ton. It's just, it just keeps happening, and I don't know why. Yeah, you know, <laughs> presidents or whoever's in charge. Yeah, don't look, even catch Pep, on to this. you see his trajectory. He went to different countries and got a year under his belt. He went to Sinaloa, yeah. you know, as a player yeah. manager. I think little things like that. Is what helps you develop, and I, that's what I was telling you earlier. I think uh, Chavi as well. Uh, you know, going to a smaller team and uh, trying to build something there with the philosophy in mind. And what, another thing that goes unnoticed is also surrounding yourself with the right staff. Don't of just hi- don't just hire your buddies. You know, hire fools that know what they're talking about. Exactly. Have a fundamental understanding of what style you want to play, what identity you want to have. I don't know if, and I know I, I know for a fact that Frank doesn't have an identity. In terms of how he wants to play, yeah, much was said about uh, old Gunner even, but the thing about him is at least he coached back in his home nation and maybe got a taste of what it's like to have shit splat up in yeah. your face. You well, know? the thing about the thing about Ole and I meant to talk about this during the 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 Manchester United uh, the Manchester United match was that he's a uh, he's not one of those guys that's gonna make you he's not gonna put you on the team sheet because you signed for X amount. Mm-hmm. Or because you're this name or that, he's not afraid to bench players, and he'll let players play based on the merit and the, and their form. You know, uh, Pogba, he's benched them for a bunch of games. He'll put yeah. Fred McTominay, Matic. and Matic on. He'll put Cavani. He'll take off Greenwood. A lot of a lot of managers won't take Greenwood off just because of, you know, how hot he was last season and how effective he can be. But he took him off for a good while. Only puts him on as a sub. He's not afraid to rotate his defense with uh, with Lindelof or uh, or Bailly or um, even Shaw with Tellez at, at points. Mm-hmm. He's pretty stuck with uh, Tellez. There's only a few guys that are gonna for sure play every game. Yeah. Bruno, Rashford. Rashford, yeah, Maguire most of the time, and Maguire. Yeah, those are the three players that are for sure the first three, and De Gea for 
league matches. Yeah. But other than that, he's going to... He's fluid in the way he approaches the game. Sometimes it backfires on him. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that he's got some acumen there. With lamps, I don't know. I, I think he was just like thinking like this job like i have to take it they come knocking and i have to take it i did okay with with darby but you know someone like lampard is always going to have that job available to him and with the high turnover rate that chelsea have they're going to come knocking in two three seasons like hey we got rid of so and so uh are you ready for the job like no i'm not ready Mm -hmm. i'm fucking coaching celtic against (laughs) steven gerrard or whatever Right, Celtic or whatever the fuck they're called. So stuff like that kind of really puts his judgment into question. And who knows? Maybe he'll get sacked. You know, coach somewhere else, like in Holland or something. Mm-hmm. Get a few seasons in lower leagues, and then come back to Chelsea and mm-hmm. fucking get a title, a league title. He he needs to learn a lot, man. You can't just go in there and on the first day and it's expect not. To boss yeah, him. that's yeah. Just, it's just and too he has big. great, great players to to his, you know, and his reach. But even then, you know, that's not, it's not it. It's not you can't mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra that shit, you know. Yeah, you can't. You don't have a coach LeBron. Yeah, and, and that's the thing as well. I don't think Chelsea have a leader. Yeah, they they lack that at the moment. They don't have someone that's going to calm the the locker room down and be like, "Hey guys, we're Chelsea. We got this." They don't have a D Wade. And, I wouldn't say uh, LeBron, but. <laughs> uh, you know that's i guess everybody has their opinion <laughs> but yeah i get you man well and uh and you know to that to that end as well uh chelsea had john terry back in the day who john terry is going through the correct trajectory he's okay being the the assistant uh manager at villa at villa same doing thing a with good job working with a good mat like staff as well yeah he could pick up a lot off of dean mm-hmm. smith you know exactly you know, they're they're just biding their time, collecting information like Arteta, like uh, like John Terry. Mm-hmm. One player that's one former player, more more recent former player that's actually doing really well with their team, and I don't know if I want to give it give him so much credit. Um, Steven Gerrard. Oh uh, yeah. Right. I don't know how much credit I can give him. No, I mean I'll give him credit, but you know you're coaching the best team in or second at least, you know, one or two in the league, with you know. You're playing Dundee United every fucking week, Hearts, you know. <laughs> it's just, it's different, man. But, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to cock that one up, I think. Yeah. But it's a good start, and I hope he stays there for a few years and then maybe goes to the championship and try something there. And then, but, you know, like I said, a, a staff is a very big part of it. And of course. If you got a good staff. Pep, Pep is only good because of his staff as well, by the way. Not only good. He's good on his own, but the staff he surrounds himself with is just like well, and, and he has a style that he he's very rigid in, in implementing on. Yeah, yeah, and it it blows up in his face at times, but more often than not, it, it you know it, it creates a lot for his team. So. Yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I know that went on for a good while, but it bared talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we move on uh, for the Premier League. Uh, Burnley, uh, Fulham postponed. COVID mm-hmm. strikes again. Bullshit. Um, Southampton hosting Liverpool. Liverpool could have gone to the lead for this with this one. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. <laughs> Danny Ings. What a goal. 
Yeah, just lofts it over uh, Ali Shun, one of the so-called best keepers in the world. <laughs> he is. It's a tough. It's a tough. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a tough predicament to be. But Trent Arnold fell asleep on a set piece. James Ward Prowse, one of the best set piece takers in the league, puts it on a plate for him, and well, Danny Ings finishes it like, like the striker he is. You know, he just has a nose for goal. Tough angle, I will say. Some some players maybe would have tried to go for power, or I don't know. Maybe went with finesse. Dribble it in more. Popped it over. Yeah, it was just a quick uh, little loft into the side netting on the far right. Easy as you like. <laughs> and from there, they, they, I mean, Southampton played a tough defensive match. They made it really tough for Liverpool. Frustrated them. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's it's starting to get a little worrisome for, for Liverpool. That's a, that's a few drop points now. That's a, yeah, that's a lot of drop points in a row. Mm-hmm. Um. That attack is getting stale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're getting into decent positions, but when they get in the box, uh, they're mm-hmm. not as fluid as we've come to know in recent years. You know, back then they take one, two touch in the back of the net. Now they're playing with their food a bit. I don't know why, but the way uh, Southampton set up was brilliant, I thought. Made it really tough. And it goes just to say that, um, you know, Southampton have a really good de- defense at the moment. You know, Vestigard and uh, Betnarex. And Walker Peters, who was man of the match, you know, just did a good job at uh, just shutting down that right side. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, off their last three matches, they only have two points. Yeah, it's not not the best for them. You know, after they beat a uh, uh, Crystal Palace seven to zero, they haven't really done much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a tough one, and they're losing to they're, they're dropping points to other than Southampton, Newcastle, and West Brom. Mm-hmm. Gotta be beating those teams. Yeah. They should be far and ahead in first place. They they drew with Fulham a couple weeks before that liver that Crystal Palace win. So, you know, that's right right there is a it, yeah, oh, where's like, my math? Six points. Yeah. They're they're struggling. Of shit teams. They're struggling, yeah. I think they're they're facing a lot of the same problems that City were facing early in the season. Where you can dominate possession, create way more chances, but you don't finish, and mm-hmm. I feel a little hard done for them. They'll, they'll pick it up. I, I yeah. expect them to. Yeah, the uh, they have to, right? Yeah, I think their their defense but, though is questionable. But right? when the league returns next week, they mm-hmm. have a big test. Yeah, and and I don't take them to win it. By the way, you don't think? Uh, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Uh, well, that's next week's conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, moving on from that, that's the wrap up for the Premier League. Um, I don't know. Th- this week is kind of weird because it's going to be um, the cup games. Like half of it's oh, yeah, Carabao, think, yeah. and then the next half is uh, um, FA Cup. Right. I, I couldn't think of the name. Uh, so we'll we'll just talk about yesterday's match: um, Tottenham hosting Brentford. Brentford is a championship side. Yeah. They made it to the semifinal of the yeah. Carabao Cup, the Energy Drink yeah. Cup. Yeah. I don't know them. <laughs> I only really followed him briefly just because of Ben Rama, and then he got called back from his loan and to, to join West Ham, and he's done bits ever since. But, yeah, I mean, to be fair, they're, they're probably one of the best offenses in the championship, generating the most goals. Uh, defensively, maybe doesn't have the most discipline, but... Uh, I thought they they had a brave effort against. They made West it Spurs. interesting. Yeah, uh, but you know, 
uh, Tottenham is expected to win that, and they did. They have to, yeah. Yeah, and um. Oh, that would be so tragic if they couldn't beat them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you never really know with Tottenham, man. I mean, like sometimes they'll lose to Royal Antwerp, you know. Like it's just I, I struggle to feel so confident in them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they took care of it early. Sissoko getting on the back of I think it was a Orreguilon cross, perfect cross, right to his head, and Sissoko heads it in. And then, you know, later on, Seong uh, Ming Hung, uh, or Seong Hung Min, whatever. You mean so? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, he scores his uh, counter-attacking goal as per. He's he's a great runner, you know. He knows how to stay on side. He's a big boy. You only six feet? Yeah, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. Size isn't everything, but what surprises me, so surprises me more is his ability to stay on side. You know, he's like. Like you know, like for example, Rashford, he's a he has a lot of pace, but sometimes his his run is too str- like direct. Sometimes you gotta kind of angle in, right? So you stay on side. I think Sun is you do that really you do that thing that. where you run you run laterally. Yeah. On the defender, when the when you know that ball's about to come, and then you burst forward. What, yeah. What what Rashford does is he falls in love with the speed, and before the ball is mo- moving towards him, he's like three or four steps ahead of the defender. Yeah. He's always offside. It's it's pissing me off. Yeah. Really pissing me off. Yeah, and I think that's I think uh, one of his strengths is yeah. is uh, timing. Yeah, and Sun is one of the best at that, you know, and that's why he gets so many goals. And he's he's a world class finisher. Yeah, like if he gets in that position, he's not he's, gonna. Copy. He, he's not he's not gonna forgive you. Yeah, he's not like Sterling, for example, mm-hmm. who had fucking the easiest chance in the world in, against at Chelsea. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, I mean. Uh, Good result for Tottenham. I guess it's worth noting uh, De Silva's red card on on Hoysberg. Went on went in on him hard. Don't know if it was intentional. Uh, I think he was trying to do a turn. Yeah, he was I, trying to like flick it backwards or something, but the ball got a little loose and uh, Hoysberg. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, it's a nasty cut. Nasty cut. A couple of cuts, like he needed stitches, I think, or yeah, I don't know what he. Yeah, she looks getting. nasty. Yeah, it reminds me one time blood. I was cutting, I was mowing my lawn, and I guess I had left like a Corona cap on the grass. So the blades on 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 the lawnmower hit the Corona cap and it just gashed my leg and it's just on the shin. It's exactly what a Hoysberg's leg. So it like, like. kind of went upwards into yeah, your leg. Yeah, upwards and it was just a, like a direct scratch. I was like, I start leaking. I was like, damn. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah, I mean, that honestly, hurt? I had a lot of adrenaline. I guess <laughs> I wasn't playing, but I just like I didn't think about it. I was like, damn, what the hell is that stinging? And I just saw. But that's exactly what it looked like. Like just two cleats or like two cleats just dug into his meat. As they say, and, and when they when it's wet and cold, they yeah. use the the soft ground studs. Yeah. Roy Roy well, Keane would say back in his day, just a cold bag of ice and get on with it, boy. Yeah, yeah, but hey, exactly. it's a different age, you know. <laughs> We're uh, soft, <laughs> soft, but not uh, yeah. Good result for Spurs, much needed. Of that course. shit hurts when when cleats dig into your into your leg. Ah, you just you feel like that thick stud just kind of drag into your leg, like, ah. especially if it has that grippy material. Mm-hmm. Ah man. Yeah, and the, well, the they're the soft ground suds, so they're there's less of them, but they're metal. Yeah, that shit hurts, especially when they step on you. Ay, ay, ay. I'll eat that shit, man. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's that's cookies. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um. Okay. So yeah, Tottenham move on to the final of the energy drink cup. Yes. And then today was the other semifinal, Manchester derby. Yeah. Oh. Semi-final uh, energy drink cup, and both teams did their best to not win. <laughs> Whoa, uh, man! I'm sorry, but that that game was awful. Yeah, it could have been better. It was less awful for City. I'll say that. Yeah, they went two to zero. 
I mean, both yeah. both teams created like a few chances. I think in United's case, it was just a matter of staying on side. If they stay on side, those chances become clearer. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, very similar shots on goal. City had more possession, of course, but United's okay with that. They, I think most of their season, they've conceded possession to most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but shots on goal was very similar. Yeah, and, Bruno's uh, was nice. He, I think that was their best chance, really, uh, where he tested Zach Steffen, and he, he was ready for it. Yeah. Um, Rashford, like I was talking, like we were talking about earlier, is his positioning is, mm-hmm. his timing is awful. He's he's caught offside four or five times a match, at the least. I, I don't know if anyone's caught on to it, at, or you know he's gotten away with being so fast for so long that he doesn't really need to worry about it. I so think much. defenses know, yeah, because play like, a high line, you know. Oh yeah, and well, City does play a high line traditionally anyway. Yeah, especially when they have possession and United did too. To be fair, at some point, United uh, United have uh, they don't have a strictly counterattack game. Because they'd have a great midfield. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you have Martial and uh, Rashford, you know, you that speed, you know, that's the ultimate, you know, yeah, um, knockout. So Rashford, he can be offside three, four times a match. But the one time that he is on onside, he, he's going to finish. He's not the world-class finisher that, that Son is. So I think he needs to work on that a lot more. Um, but but City uh, City did their thing. I think yeah. they they played the game that they wanted to. KDB almost had a sweet shot too. Oh yeah, in the first the like the first like fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, that was that was a nice shot. Was a nice long range shot and uh, hit the post. Um, both teams were very sluggish. I think. Yeah, it was For the like energy a... drink cup final. Yeah, or semifinal. Both teams just weren't having it. Everyone's think... touches were a bit heavy. Mm-hmm. Everyone was a little late to react. A lot of turnovers on both sides. A lot of turnovers. A lot of sloppy mistakes mm-hmm. that that usually don't you don't really see in high level games like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I mean, City were they scored via both goals were via well, one was kind of a trickle out play from a set piece, but the first one was a direct set piece, a very well orchestrated by City. We're not known for that, but it was a nice little fake at first, and it kind of drew out the line, and then brought them back, and then the second cross came in, and John Stones kind of humps it into the neck <laughs> you know it was funny but i mean yeah i was happy for him to get the goal because i think he deserves it more than anybody he's been playing so good man yeah the year he's having right now and uh, i said this earlier man and as soon as i put it out into the universe that united should go for john stones because he was out of sorts with pep for mm-hmm. for a good long while yeah and yeah. it was because of injuries too but also for like, like a season and a half yeah. he's been like at odds with with pep yeah, because when he would play, he would make a lot of mistakes. But he looks way more comfortable now. And I don't know what's the reason, but I think maybe Ruben Diaz helps a lot, you know? He's kind of like... Ruben Diaz is a sweeper, and he's more of the ball-retaining center back who plays the ball forward. And yeah, and, um, you know, he's been playing so good. I'm happy for him because I, I really like Stones. Yeah. Stonesy. Yeah, he's good, um, man. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you didn't watch the game and you're going to catch up later on and you look at the score sheet... Or if you look at like the result, and you see that City won two to zero, yeah, you'd be like, "Oh fuck, Foden, uh, Sterling, or Jesus, whatever." Mm-hmm. But then you look, and it's Fernandinho and John Stones. You're like, "What the fuck happened here?" Yeah, yeah. Foden was was very direct. I, I really liked his game. He didn't he get gave, it. He gave Juan Bissaka so many problems. Juan Bissaka was yeah. didn't have his best game. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I, I think he hasn't played all that great for the last like three weeks or so. Yeah. Not terrible to the point where he's going to 
he doesn't give up like these egregious mistakes, but he does. But he has been slipping, and you know, fair enough, he's been pinned against Foden and Grealish the last two weeks. Yeah, the last it, two match days, anyway. It's crazy because Foden isn't really an out and out winger, but he still he still plays a position very well. He because, plays out wide quite a bit. Yeah, he's he's not as predictable. Like, well, yeah, that's the thing because he goes out wide and then he comes in and mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, what's this guy gonna do next? And yeah. his dribbling is a one. Yeah, it's really good. Re- good good ball control. He picked up. He was the one who picked up the assist to John Stones in the set piece, and then Fernandinho gets his goal uh, via ball that trickles out uh, from a corner. It was just he had all the space in the world and all. I mean, it was just the you know the best shot opportunity you can ask for. I would have been heated if he didn't hit that, and he didn't even hit it so convincingly. But it was right to the yeah. It kind of sliced, rate. but it was like a perfect slice. Yeah. So I mean, Dean good, Henderson good was him. caught flat-footed. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him because Fernandinho is another guy who doesn't score so often, but for him to score a meaningful goal in a in, in a his derby, last season, yeah, well, yeah, more likely, more likely. Yeah. Huh? I don't know, like the way he's playing this season, he's he doesn't not play. Yeah, he doesn't play often. I like him. Like I, when City put him in the in the um, in the lineup, mm-hmm. I feel more confident for City than when you guys put uh, Rodri. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big Rodri fan. I don't think he's that great of a player. Yeah, Rodri is not as dynamic as him. I mean, also Fernandinho is kind of a prick. You know, he's dirty. Kind of need that. He had a, a kind of a dirty foul on on Bruno. Bruno didn't really like that. It happened. Oh, he stepped on his ankle. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I you know I I think City you know deserved to win that and they they go through. I think now I mean Manu or they're gonna focus on on the league and they're still up there. And the just, FA Cup. Yeah, with the and the FA Cup as well. But uh, when they you know, when they look on the league, they're going to be quite happy with the fact that Liverpool have dropped points and City still have the two games in hand, but it's going to be a nice, tidy finish. Well, Can't even wait. I think even with those points in hand, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, City crawl up to like third, I think. Yeah, because even, yeah, even if uh, United don't win, City... Oh, no, I'm lying. Oh, that was last week, but City can win one and, yeah, Manchester United have a game in hand as well. Right, right. So, you know, if they win one and uh, City wins both of theirs, they're in almost equal footing. Right. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's a lot of league to play. So, yeah. And, you know, the Carabao final between City and Spurs won't be played until May. So do, you, do you picture a repeat of uh, the league ma- the league tie from earlier this season? Uh, I don't – I mean, it's possible. It's really hard to, to determine who will be available then. Well, like you said, um, playing against Tottenham, you never really know – how it's going to go. Right. And in a cup match more than anything. In a in a league match they'll settle for a draw. In a in a cup match it's a little different. You got to really risk and it's it. It's a final. Yeah, and it's it a final. It could be either team's only chance for silverware as well at that point. At that point, yeah. I mean, I I'd hope by then City are still in the champions, at least competing in the semifinals mm-hmm. and, and I think in the league we still have a good shot, but you know, there's a lot of league to play. They're looking a lot better, but I mean, good result for City. Obviously, uh, it was a big tribute to Colin Bell. The team, uh, the team came out with number eight shirts, and I kind of just had a feeling that they were gonna play hard, as a, as an honor to him. I guess you know he just passed away yesterday, but yeah, good result. Um, and uh, just you know, just another tournament they're still in. Yeah. Um. So this week, in, this weekend, there's no, uh, there's no Premier League games. They're all cup games. The FA Cup. Yeah. What is it? So the the energy drink cup is a it's a league cup. Yeah, it's the it's basically without giving it a company name, it's called the English uh, 
Football League trophy. Okay, and then the EFL Cup, right? EFL Cup, and then, yeah. And then uh, the FA Cup is a domestic. Yeah, it's cup. yeah, it's just another cup, basically. Yeah, but it, it's one that goes towards double, treble, uh, yeah. meaningful silverware for th- yeah, the winner. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, there's no Premier League games, but there's a league. There's a there's a domestic cup. Uh, there's round three that's going to be disputed this week. And um, and we're just going to, I think we should just go over the, like, the more notable ones. I don't want to go through every single one. Yeah. Because one, two, three, I don't give a fuck. First up, Wolves hosting Crystal Palace. I don't know. I'll take Wolves on that one. Yeah. Man, it's really, that's a good it's one. It's like actually. a hopeful thing. Oh, by the way, Wolves today announced that, uh. Uh, Raul Jimenez is going to be uh, starting to train, like getting back into shape. Quick turnaround, yeah. Probably not going to be doing first team drills or anything like that, but more like, you know. I think he should be ready by February. Honestly. More like conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that they goes. They desperately need him. I think he would have. Uh, I don't know. I mean. Gotten them he, a couple of points. He, possibly. It's hard to tell because, like I said, when he was healthy, they were still playing the same way. I don't know if he, I mean I think he'll still he'll help. They went on a good stretch when he wasn't available, but I think in certain instances, it's it's of course a player you want to have. You know, I don't know if he's the big difference though. But I mean, I think he'll be good. I think he's their best player. No, I, I still don't think. I, That's I think, not Neto. I think Neto, Podence, and Traore are are at the same level as him. I I can't put one over the other. Okay. Um, but I think they're all great players. There's not really a superstar on that team. Don't let his name be uh, 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 Ron uh, Johnson because, uh, yeah, yeah, he'd be. I mean, just with his numbers this season, I know he's missed a lot of time, but even preceding that, he wasn't doing much. He has the same amount of goals as Werner, by the way. Yeah, and I, I don't have Werner on a high pedestal either. And it's his first year in the league, too. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a closer match than we anticipate. Palace are, are not a bad team. Ezzy's kind of hitting form. Mm-hmm. Zaha is always a factor. So Zaha is a tricky one for me. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't talking, put too much stock in Zaha. When talking about Palace, it's impossible. It's almost impossible to not. Yeah, mention. to not. Yeah. But I mean, right. in comparing him to the league, yeah, maybe he's like whatever guy. But but the, yeah, these are cup games, so they're gonna go with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Wolves anyway. Yeah, that's a tough one for me, man. I I struggle to. They they go to penalties and, and if I can't they don't win, a, right? I can't pick a draw, you know. I can't pick a draw because somebody's gonna win. So I'll probably say Wolves too. They go to penalties, huh? They go to penalties if there's yeah, no yeah, winner. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll go to extra time too, I imagine. But you know, penalties and no, I think this is one of those weird le- weird cups where they don't do extra time. Could be. I might be tripping. I don't know. It's it, yeah. I'm not too sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised giving the the amount of games they play. Yeah. Playing in extra thirties. The next one is pretty interesting though. Oh, these are on Friday, by the way. So. <laughs> Got yeah. something nice to watch. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa hosting Liverpool. It's a good one. Uh, wow. I mean, your yeah. head tells you to go with Liverpool, but... Not really. Not necessarily. They're um, the better team. On paper, but Aston Villa, the way they've been playing this season... That's know. a tough one. Um, I'll take Liverpool. I'm yeah, gonna... me too. <laughs> I like Villa. No, I love Villa, but... I don't know, man. I just I think the the amount of L's they've taken, I think they gotta prep up for it, man. If they don't, there's gonna be a lot of questions starting to. I'm be curious asked. to know what uh, Villa's uh, form, like what their like 
how they've been playing against the bigger clubs, what their record is. Yeah, it's. I mean, they always. I'm pretty sure it's not that great, but they did beat the shit out of Liverpool earlier this season. (laughs) That is true. I forgot. I forgot about that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just take Liverpool, but I mean, it's a tough one. It could go Mm -hmm. either way. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll take Liverpool on a shitty ass one zero win or something. Mm -hmm. So it's a tough game. Yeah, it's not. Villa aren't gonna make it easy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a ton of games going on. Nothing that really catches my eye. Still coasting Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. Leicester. Um, I always find it funny at Exeter because every time I make a character on FIFA, mm-hmm. I always choose to go to England. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, oh, well, you're not good enough for a Premier League team. So it's yeah. always Championship or League One. Yeah. And I always pick Exeter for some reason. <laughs> that's a cool name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly I like the name. Yeah. Um, I think the only the next uh, significant one or like eye catching one is Arsenal hosting Newcastle. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll take Arsenal on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And then uh, to round out Saturday, uh, United hosting Watford. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. But um, you know, United should win that. Yeah, they have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take United on that one. And then Sunday morning. Uh, Manchester City hosting Birmingham. Yeah, it's easy. Birmingham, um, are they a championship team or a League One team? I forget, man. Yeah, that's a championship team, but they're yeah they're in a relegation battle. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> to that's, League One. That, that's a game where we we should really just play the youth, man. Get get yeah, give Liam get, the lap get a goal. lap, yeah, a chance. And then uh, what else? Uh, uh, Crawley Town hosting Leeds. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Leeds lost. <laughs> oh, nah, man. They're that kind of team, man. Nah. They're a, they're a surprise every time. <laughs> I want Le- I, I'm picking Leeds, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Yeah. And then Chelsea hosting Morecam, Morecambi. Yeah, Morecambi, yeah. Um, yeah, that's got to be Chelsea, right? Yeah. I don't think any. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to pick against any Premier League teams. Nah, man. I mean, they're just they're just not not on the same playing field. It would have to be something just crazy for them to lose. And then Marine playing Tottenham. Tottenham's got that. And then Stockport hosting West Ham. <laughs> yeah, West Ham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. All yeah, right, that's so the we'll, thing that it's it, a team is bound to lose, though. We, we're saying this now, but a team is bound to lose. Yeah, that, that always happens. And as they say, that's the magic of the cup. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on from that. We'll talk about uh, La Liga and then whatever else we have to discuss. Uh, so Thursday, there was a little bit of action after we did the podcast the following uh, morning. Athletic yeah. Bilbao playing against Real Sociedad. Yep. Sociedad struggling, but they get the dub. Yeah. They score early and then nothing else happens in terms of uh, goals, I should say. Right. I should clarify. Oh, uh, yeah. Finally, they get a win. I think I picked against them. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't I don't quite remember. It's one of those games where it could, could have gone either way, really. Yeah. But they they got that win and they hold on to their position in uh the table, which is good for them. Bad for everybody else. And uh next match Osasuna hosting Alavez, um 1-1 double hockey sticks. Yeah. We don't care. 
Yeah, that's a boring one. Uh, Villarreal hosting Levante. Villarreal wins 2-1. to one. The Yellow Submarine goes on. Yep. And uh, Betis versus Sevilla. That's a 1-1 game. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good game on paper. Maybe I should have watched that one. <laughs> I didn't. And they scored like within a few minutes of each other and then nothing else happened. Yeah. Uh, Valladolid hosting, or no, visits Getafe. They win 1-0. That's a surprising one, actually, because Getafe is in a pretty decent position on the table. Yeah. Or was. Oh, no, they're not. They're not. They're equal. <laughs> they're equal in the table. And, uh, yeah, not really interested in that, to be honest with you. I don't care. And then Real Madrid uh, shuts out uh, Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo had actually been going through a pretty good run of form, mm-hmm. getting uh, getting some wins. I think they um, they were on an undefeated streak for like five games or something. Yeah. And I think it was like out of six games or five games, they won four and then drew, drew one. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, Papa came home and said, hey, mm-hmm. chill out. Uh, yeah, we, we got this, man. Shut him out. Clean sheet. Lucas Vasquez, Marco Asensio assisted each other and both scored. That's good. Yeah. Um, I'm really surprised because I was starting to uh, get get down on, uh, like, be, be very harsh on Asensio because he wasn't really playing as good. I mean... You know, he had all that promise from 2016-17. Yeah, and that injury, that injury and didn't the help. injury really derailed him a lot. But now he's picking up form. He's playing really well. He's making good plays. He's not always scoring, but I think Zidane had enough faith in him to let him play into his form. Kind of mm-hmm. like he did with Cross. Kind of like he did with, um, with everybody, really. Yeah. He wasn't subbing out a whole lot. The only person that I'm kind of worried about is, uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, Militao. Yeah. Militao hasn't really featured when he was pretty, uh, a pretty stable uh, name on the team sheet when they would play. Um, but yeah, Sensio's been surprising me. He's been playing really well. He's making a lot of good passes, a lot of good runs. Yeah. Um, his cross to Vasquez was beautiful. And Vasquez is not really a header, but he's not he's not a big guy. But he got a pretty good header in there. Um uh, Modric, man. Mm-hmm. Man. Such a such a that as a Roy Hudson calls him, the Croatian sensation. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. I mean he's lost a step, but he still performs Man, really I don't I, see I, I struggle to even say that he's lost a step. He's running a whole lot every match. He does plays his holdup is amazing. His decision making is amazing. Yeah. The way he fakes without touching the ball, without really doing too many fades, his timing is uh, probably one of the best I've ever seen. Really, and then yeah, Modric to to, to put the ball on it, passing, changing of uh, of uh, sides of the field, Casemiro to clean things up. Man, there's not really much more I can say about my team, man. I. I'm loving how we're playing, man, and uh, to do a clean sheet against Celta, who's actually a pretty decent team on paper. They're they're okay. Yeah, they're they're not like great, but yeah, they're decent and and they've been playing well lately. Except the last two games, they got two two losses in a row, including uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. 
but uh, they have Araujo from uh, what do they call it Tocayo hmm? when you have the same name oh yeah that's right I saw yeah. Araujo from Mexico good defender um, but Nolito yeah that's your guy right yeah yeah, he's, he's, he's good he's alright and Aspas they were both pretty much shut out mm-hmm. there's a few dangerous moments I think I'm not exactly remembering because I watch so much fucking football, but clean sheet, 2-0, to zero, and we march on. Yeah. Trying to catch up to Atletico, who haven't lost a step, man. They're just, they just keep winning. It's annoying as fuck. But anyway, moving on from that, we look good, and we keep looking good, so not much else to it. And, well, and I guess it's worth noting that uh, Sergio Ramos didn't play. Yeah, I mean... You wouldn't be surprised, really, with the way the rumors are kind of going right now. And he's up there in age too. I don't, I don't know if I expect him to play every match anymore. Load management and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah, I'm. Real Madrid are attached to some names for defense. Some names that we feel personal. Other names that are actually official out there. Some, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Athletic Bilbao beats Elche 1-0 Alaves loses to Atletico Atletico barely wins in the in the 90th minute mm-hmm. um, Suarez is that kind of guy though That's what they're missing That's what Barcelona's missing Yeah. And Barcelona wins They get their wins, right? But how many more wins would they have If Suarez was there to tidy up that mess at the very end? Yeah And these are the kind of wins that, that Atletico traditionally doesn't get with someone like Suarez, uh, he's so fucking good. Yeah, he's a good player, man. I don't, I don't know if I can just narrow it down just to him. But when he's not. when he's in the moment, he's gonna finish a, a chance that's created. I think they have players capable of finishing the chances as well. He gets the the nod and and he shows us why he's world class. And I'm sure, yeah, Barca would love to have him. I just don't think they have the finances anymore. So I understand why they let go of him. But uh, it's a sore miss for for Barca, and it's a big gain for for Atleti. Mm-hmm. And they're looking good so far in in terms of the table and the way they're getting points. Goal differential isn't the best, uh, you know, for what you'd expect for a league leader. Well, they, but they've never really matter. been. Well, you mean the goal, you mean uh, Atletico's goal yeah. differential? Yeah, they're by far the highest. Oh, really? Oh, it it doesn't feel like it because they win like one. Like, they, oh yeah, they, goal. They, but uh, but the wins that they do get. Like, for example, against, like, Valladolid, which would be, like, 4-0 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that, really, that really speaks to the state of the they're league, at a, then. They're at a plus 23. Yeah, it's impressive. And the next highest They is, don't allow a lot of goals, I will say that. The next highest is Barcelona with 16. Yeah, they, they only have six goals against them. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. I don't like that style, but, I mean, they do it so well. I mean, they, they're at the third highest goal in favor not bad. So uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But it but it's those like beat the shit out of one team sort of wins that skew it a bit. Yeah. So if we go if we were to go match by match, it'll probably be like at two point three goals or something like that. Still pretty high. Not bad. Um, but Atletico with all their tools. Um, and statistically speaking, and you mentioned this earlier, but Joao Felix hasn't really been featured on the scoring sheet. Mm-hmm. But. Football is not a game of stats. Yeah. We know that, but he's in a drought. Yeah, but I think even when he's not scoring, he's valuable. He he's, advances the ball. He's tricky, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They don't count hockey assists, but a lot of times he does get them. You know, he advances the ball to create the goal and, you know, things like yeah. that. He's not the outcome. I'm just saying that he's not scoring. Then uh, he was scoring a lot in the beginning of the season. Right. Yeah. And Suarez wasn't really available back then for COVID and injury, or I don't know. He was kind of coming off the bench. I'm curious to know how many goals he has. I'm, I'll look it up right now. I don't think he has many, but I don't think they got him for goals necessarily. But he, he scores them when. They didn't when get a striker to get gold? No, I just don't think that he's, an, he's like a goal scorer. Like, that's not his, his main trait, you know? It's like if I expected Foden to be our top goal scorer, um, a tricky player for sure. He's got nine goals in twelve matches. That's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. Yep. That's really good. Um. So yeah, moving on from that, um, we got Abar hosting Granada. Wow. Abar with my f- the most beautiful stadium. Yeah, and my favorite, my favorite young player in the league, uh, Brian Gill. I think he's is. This is probably his last season in A-Bar. I don't know where he'll go, but hmm. he's going to go somewhere. Uh, he's been compared to David Silva. Um, I, I think it's more because of how he looks, not so much how he plays, but he's really good, man. Um, got his brace. And, um, you know, he gets called up to the national team too, so which is pretty crazy for a player mm-hmm. from A-Bar. So, yeah, man, a good result for A-Bar. If I were to ever watch A-Bar, which I don't too often, it's, it's pretty much for him only. Yeah, He's a really good player, and... I think uh, if he doesn't elevate this season, next season is, is a name to remember because he's definitely going to turn a lot of heads. I, I believe at least. He's a solid player. Yeah, I can't say I've, I've watched him too much. So um, you're gonna you're gonna want to watch some tape on him. He's a yeah, he's a a player. I'll tune in. I'll tune in. Um, I was actually uh, as you were talking. Um, I looked up the top scores for La Liga. Mm-hmm. There's four goal scorers with the same amount of goals. And for, they're tied for first. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Iago Aspas has nine. Luis Suarez has nine. Mm-hmm. Messi has nine. I don't remember seeing nine goals for Messi. Yeah, I think Half of he's, them are probably penalties. No, they're calling today's, too. The, he scored today, I think, either once or twice, I forget. Oh, okay. All right. yeah, oh, mean, yeah, but, he did score twice today. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, but, yeah, Messi's not having his best season, but it's it's crazy but even the, him not having his best season. That he's still in the yeah. leading goal scorers, it's insane. I think La Liga has just his dropped. His assist really. record is, is um, not, not, not what he's known for. He's only got two assists. Right now, yeah. But normally he's probably led that category for a while now. And then Gerard Moreno rounds out the top uh, goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iago Aspas has six assists. Nice, nice player. Not bad, but Suarez up there as well with mm-hmm. only twelve games played. The other guys have more than fifteen. Yeah, that goes to show you. Yeah, Suarez is he's, he's the man. Player. And then Karim Benzema just eight goals, mm-hmm. five assists, fifteen games played. Papa, not bad. Um. Carlos Soler. Oh, yeah. Another guy that I'd, I'd look out for in the future. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You're, you're, you're saying that non-ironically? I think, he's, I think he's a good player. I think he's a penalty merchant for sure, but he's just kind of a prick the way he, he... He's just kind of like one of those players that isn't happy when he doesn't score. You know, he, he wants all the glory to be on him. But I think he's not, he's not a bad player. He's just kind of like rubs people <laughs> the wrong way. Mm. I'm not a fan of his either, but... He's actually okay, you know. He's probably r- right on the fringe of getting a Spanish call-up, too, because there's not many great strikers for Spain at the moment. Hmm. Um, I mean, Paco Alcacer, Iago Azpaz, 
Iker Muñain, then maybe him. I, I don't know who else is better. Diego Costa, maybe. I don't know. Oyar Zabal? Oh, Oyar Zabal is a really good player, but I think he's he plays much better as a wide player. as At the left wing, left-footed. And he scores a lot of goals from penalty, too. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of them. Yeah, they're uh, on a drop right now. Morata? Oh, yeah, top player. I, I fuck with Morata. That's my guy. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Mm. Uh, Rodrigo ah, from Leeds. I think yeah, he's yeah. he should get the start. Uh, well, ahead of ahead of uh, Soler for sure. Not by much. I like Soler. Well, he's a he's a head. <laughs> I don't we, know. It's we, just Soler's got that slick back, man. It's yeah. just. But you know, Rodrigo has that weird. <laughs> Is that <mohawk>. frizzy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, um, but. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let you lead the the next week. Or the following week of uh, match days. Oh well, I was gonna say we we didn't mention Valencia versus Cadiz. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out. Well, uh, Gomez, you know he's he's expected to score for Valencia. He's one of their better players. But El Choco Lozano from Cadiz, uh, Honduran player. Hmm. Really, really good player. Cadiz with their uh, Central American players, huh? I know for some reason. Some reason they have an affinity for them. Yeah, um, I don't know why. No, yeah, <laughs> nah, but yeah, good, good. You know, good result for them. Valencia, you know, you'd hope they do better. Yeah, and but, then we ignored. Uh, uh, Sociedad playing against Osasuna. Oh, how yeah, how'd that one turn out? A double hockey sticks, man. Jeez. Sociedad is uh, not the truth. <laughs> They're definitely not the truth. And then uh, West Cup. Uh, loses to Barcelona one to zero. Those are like those ugly wins that Barcelona oh, they've man. been getting. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit of luck. That um, was a dime but, though but, for Messi. But though. they're games that they have to win, and they do win. Yeah, they're I, I, they're in third place right now after hey. beating um, uh, uh, Bilbao to make up for match day two. <laughs> they're in third place. Um, hey, their last five games, their form is. Three wins, two draws, and it's just fucking Barcelona getting lucky. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they're gonna make a title charge. Ah, I, 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 you know, I'd be so mad if, if they ended up. <laughs> I don't think they will in man. Champions League. Coleman is is. I don't think he's Coleman's a bonehead. Whoa! All right, so we'll talk about the upcoming match week and. Uh, Let's get into it. All right. So starting with Friday, uh, La Liga, Celta Vigo hosting Villarreal. That's a good match. Yes, sir. I'm feeling that. I'm, I'm gonna take a Celta Vigo. Uh, two to zero. Two to one. I'll say two to one. Fuck. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably agree with you on that one. I almost want to say a draw because uh, both teams are like almost on the same uh, level, but I think Celta's having a better moment. I think they they grab their angles against Madrid, but that's that's neither here nor there. Well, we're Papa, so uh, you know well, that's understandable. Geez. But they did they did lose in the Copa del Rey. They they did get eliminated. Oh, by Ibiza. Ibiza five Fucking to two. That's unacceptable. That that is unacceptable. You can't lose to a like. Or, is Ibiza even a second it, division side or? Are they I don't third? even know, bro. I think they're a new club. Like their badge doesn't even show up. Yeah, that's <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. That's worrisome. Yeah, you can't. That can't happen. You can, let's actually do a little bit of research here. 
I know it's a it's a really nice vacation spot. Jack Grealish and, and James Madison frequent. <laughs> Probably do a lot of damage out there too, but damage to what, my friend? Uh, well, let's say their game reflects a lot Services. of great pe- penetration and <laughs> direct players. Yeah, if that gives any leeway. Oh, um, Ibiza. Uh, yeah, that they're uh, it doesn't give me any information. It doesn't give me any information on them. So, Celta Vigo lost five to two. Uh, not good to a tourist club. To a tourist up. club, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they lost two in a row. So they're due for one, right? Yeah, they're due for one. And uh, yeah, they're they play in the Segunda División uh, B. So yeah, that's the third division. Yeah. And they were founded in 2015, so yes, they yeah, are. Yeah, I was going to say, they're a newer, they got to be a newer club. It's a new club. That must be cool, though. Like, if I ever had the chance to buy a club like that, mm-hmm. I'd fucking do it. Because I know they'd elevate slowly, and as soon as they make the break into the top flight, Ibiza, like, that's not a hard place to sell, man. Exactly. People are going to want Miami, yeah. for example. You get your Alonzo Mornings up. Yeah, your Tyler Heroes and, the, and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, a much, much more... Uh, appetizing match between Sevilla Real Sociedad. Oh, That's yeah. a good one. It's a good that one. That one's for all the marbles. Yeah. Uh I know Sevilla probably might be favorites, but I'm going to go with Sociedad. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to start hitting that curve. And um you know, my my boy David Silva, Alexander Isak. I think they should do well. Sevilla is a good team though, and they're gritty. Obviously, they're they're really hard-pressing bunch, but I'll go with Sevilla. I mean, I'll go with Sociedad, sorry. Yeah, uh, I'll take Sevilla on that one. Um, Sevilla will make the jump to fifth place. Mm-hmm. Especially after um, Villarreal lose to Santa Vigo. So they'll jump up a little bit on the on the table. But I, I think Sevilla is a, is a better, more consistent team as well. They're, they're more built for a league versus Sociedad. Mm. Um. But yeah, that's just my that's my opinion. I don't really know shit. Well, Atletico Bilbao versus uh, Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. Who's more athletic? I'll go with Madrid. Uh, I'll go with Bilbao. Uh, well, you have, you have Williams some skin is, in the game. so Yeah, he, uh, Iñaki Williams is the fastest player in the league. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, no, I think, uh, I think uh, Madrid is going to bottle this one. Hey, man. With Luis Suarez, they're due. They're due. Con el pistolero, Joao Felix. I'm not gonna be surprised if Madrid wins, and yeah. you know, ra- rationally speaking, um, Atlético Madrid should win, has to win, but they, but they're not quite Tottenham levels of bottling. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that much in their DNA because yeah. they have won one in the last seven years. Yeah, in a tough league too. In a tough league, but I think uh, they're gonna start. Dropping points here and there. I don't know, man. I just feel like after losing to Ibiza, they're gonna come out with guns blazing. You don't, you don't take that lightly. They're out of the tournament. I think, I think they're gonna win. But you know, at Bilbao is possible. You know, they can pose problems. But you know, after taking a spanking to Barcelona, uh, not a great Barcelona, by the way. I just don't think that uh, they'll they'll be able to catch up. Um, they lost to Cornella. 
Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, not Ibiza. I said Ibiza, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was Celta Vigo. Um, the funny, and I did a little research today on uh, Cornella. They're a third division side. Mm. They play. Their stadium is like across the street from uh, Espanol Stadium. Yeah. And it's not even like it's not even a stadium. It's like a, it's almost like a training ground. Yeah. It's very small. You know, you got your traditional bleachers and stuff, and they were able to beat the leaders of Atletico Madrid. First time the third division side beats the league leaders in the Copa del Rey since 2004. Sheesh. And uh, like I said, they're bottlers. So yeah. they're going to drop points soon. And oh. what better time than against Athletic Bilbao, who's not in a great moment themselves. But there's no shame in losing to Madrid after you lose to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, Granada versus Barcelona. The next matchup. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take Barca. Yeah. They lost to A-Bar. I mean, come on. I'm not, not Barca, but Granada lost to A-Bar. They're in seventh place. They're not a weak side. Yeah, but with with Messi and Pedri just catching form right now. The only thing holding them back is Braithwaite, but I think they'll they'll be able to get out of this one. Granada two to one. Oh. Barca four nil. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Take that to the bookie. Nah, nah, don't don't take that to the <laughs> don't take, see, maybe see, a two 0 yeah. maybe well, two uh, like okay a win for Barcelona yeah I think Barcelona will win Barcelona. that's a lock I I say so yeah I okay. think they're catching form yeah okay they're confident they're right they're in third place this is amazing to me this is amazing to me that they're they're at far up yeah uh, I mean a lot of teams have lost too like you know so yeah, that was not up, very con- yeah everyone's yeah everyone's dropping points. Okay, um, so Osasuna hosting uh, Real Madrid. Bah! Osasuna 19th place. No, yeah, that's, that's food. Madrid second place. That's a 2-1 to one <laughs> Madrid win. Madrid's not going to shut this team out. Yeah, 3-0. 3-0 yeah. for me. Yeah? I, I think... I mean, I want to see that, bro. Where the I fuck is Madrid see, at? I, I want to see Madrid win, like, like straight up like 5-6-0, like I they know. used to. I know, man. But... These teams, one, make it as difficult as possible. Two, we struggle to score sometimes. Yeah. I think Madrid will win regardless. Whatever it is, it'll be worth the same. But okay. I think this Three is a points. game where they can, they'll just unleash, bro. I mean, they have Benzema, Asensio, they have picking to. up for him. Uh, you know, I, I don't see why not. Okay. They've had a lot of rest, too. Yeah, that's true. A full week? Yeah. Okay, so Sunday's games, we'll just run through these because we don't care. Sunday, Levante hosting A-Bar. I'll take, take A-Bar. Yeah, A-Bar. Brian Gill, Masterclass. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Cadiz versus Alavés. Vamos, Cadiz. Hostia. Yeah, there you go. I'll take them. Yeah. Elche versus Getafe. Probably Getafe, right? I don't care. I don't care. Oh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Valladolid versus Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. One de Yunus Musa, mm-hmm. el americano. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Monday, Wetka versus Betis. Come on, Betis. Fucking hell. Yeah, Betis. Yeah, gotta win that. Come on. Come on, uh, Pellegrini. El ingeniero. Yeah, he should win that. All right. Yeah, so that's our roundup for uh, La Liga. Um, it's an interesting league so far, though. 
in yeah, that it's, 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 it's very open. It's it's open in terms of who's coming up, but I think it's coming up to the the way it's working out is there's the three headed monster that it's been for the last ten years or so. And um you know, teams you know, it's unpredictable in that how the teams win, but mm-hmm. You still have your usual suspects. Barcelona somehow finagle their way into third place as the fucking dirty rats that they fucking are. And I jest. I jest. Whoa. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Um, Atletico, Real Madrid, and Barcelona in the top three. Real Sociedad, the pretender that they are, is in fourth. And I think uh, Sevilla is up there to take their spot in the, ne- in the near future. Uh, so... Um, yeah, that's it. And uh, what's up next? Uh, rumors, transfer rumors. Yeah, but before I go, before we go into rumors, I, I knew this will tie into the first rumor I have. Uh, Pochettino officially gets the job at PSG. Yeah, it's been signed. It's been signed. Delivered. Yeah, everything. It's uh, here. Fuck. I mean, it's, it's just destined for him to do great things there. I think that's the best coach PSG will have, has had up to this point. Tuchel is a, a good manager, but Tuchel. I think this guy will take him to another manager. I mean, to another man, to another level. Um, obviously a former player. Um, I think he he plays a very progressive style, which I love. Very attractive football. Not not the defensive powerhouse that other managers are, but you don't need that in France. You don't need that in France. You're well, not. And they're they're only one point off from the top. Oh yeah. Last yeah. we checked, probably changed right yeah. now. Yeah, it's kind of fucked that 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 Tuchel lost the job, but um, you know this guy is this guy was the best manager available. There's no Period. better. Man. Yeah, clearly. It, it wasn't even close. So, yeah, I think he's going to do great. And w- what this can spell for Messi, maybe coming, I-, I definitely think it helps their case a little bit. Don't know if it'll happen. But um, I'm going to definitely keep an eye on them. And I think they'll do great. Um, beyond that, uh, I guess, yeah, let's get into the transfer rumors. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, the first one I got is a Daily Ali to PSG. Wow, that'd be nice. I don't like. I don't like it. Oh, you don't like it. Uh, well, I mean, I like Dele Ali where he's at. I, I want just, him to fight for his spot at at um at Spurs. Yeah. Well, it's just he's not. Man, it's not the the. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Tottenham is the the appropriate spot for a player of his style. He's an a, an attacking midfielder. I just would kind of like to see an English player boss it in 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 France. I haven't seen that since Beckham. And I think he's the perfect guy to do it. Uh, but I mean, and obviously he has really good a really good relationship with uh, Pochettino. I think Dele Alli's highest moment was under Pochettino. And uh, yeah, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I I, I kind of believe it. I think it will happen. But you know, there's a lot of of uh, financial things to have to go down, which is not an issue for PSG clearly. But yeah, that's the first rumor I have. Uh, you say you don't like it. Yeah, I I think Del Alli is a good good piece for um for Tottenham, especially if they want to make any uh, runs for any kind of silverware. Mm-hmm. But I would understand him personally. Like he's like, hey, want more playing time? France is a nice. I mean, P- Paris is a yeah, nice city. Par- you know? Paris is nice, and we know Del Alli's uh, predilections for uh, yeah, top heavy guy for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, just a. I think he he'll do bits out there both. Yeah, he'll he'll be field. good. He'll be good because it's yeah. Uh, France isn't like the worst league. 
it's fringe top five, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Portugal, I think, is right on level with them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think uh, it it's just a good chance for him. I, I like the fact that more English players are leaving England and going to play elsewhere. You know, Jaden sure. Sancho, Kiri Interpreter, just, you know, the list goes Who, on. Who, by the way, got a little banned for uh, uh, letting his mates know that he's uh, he's going he was going to Madrid and he gets a, t- a 10 week ban yeah 10 week ban told him to lump it on listen man I the bookies they prey on the uninformed yeah how many times have you bet and you lost versus the times that you won yeah. it's one to, one to ten yeah, something it's not like that. Frequent. It, yeah. It's very. It, it's that, and it's built that way. So when they have like these sort of props or whatever, where it's like, oh, so and so is a uh, uh, gonna. What's what's the where, where's um say fucking Joao Felix next transfer? Is it Real Madrid? Is it um, Barcelona? Is it Bayern Munich? Whatever it is, they have these odds and and everything and. Uh, it's it's meant for people to be swayed like oh I'm gonna pick I'm gonna put a hundred on Bayern Munich. And what Kieran Trippier did was tell his buddy, this is information that anyone can use that that has access to Trippier. Yeah. Right. So if Trippier's like oh yeah I'm going to Atletico, hmm. if he didn't say bet on me, yeah, that would have been fair game. Yeah. So it's like kind of it's kind of stupid because. This is information that someone has complete control over. Yeah. And the bookies. Like, are we supposed to feel bad for the bookies or something? No. No, because they prey on it. Yeah. You know, they they create these addictions. So now pay the consequence of getting fucked. Yeah. yeah. And you're not losing anything. (laughs) No, people are still putting money. They're they're still profiting. Betting, sports betting is probably the only recession-proof. One of the few recession-proof industries in the world. And. uh, I don't feel bad for them, and I don't know why Trippier is getting a ten-week ban. Yeah, it should, it should be separate from the from the league anyway. Now, if it was if it was betting on a on a on a result, I would understand. That. Yeah, because that's match fixing. Yeah, that's match fixing. But is it's on a transfer? So, like, do you remember last last year when Atletico beat uh, I think Juventus two to zero? Yeah, and then Ronaldo was like, "I feel a special night." Yeah, yeah, and he scores a hat trick. Yeah. To beat Atletico, can we consider that, you know, match fixing? Yeah, that's a tough one. It's not right because he's contributing. Yeah, and so it's fake too. It's, but... it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit. I don't feel bad for the bookies. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers have taken enough of my money and I've taken a lot of yours. So right. I, we're even, but I don't feel bad for you. No, not at all. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway I, I digressed a bit. Yeah, no. no Moving problem. on with the transfers. Staying in England, uh, Phil Jones. I love Jones. that you have it like written down too. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a nice man. little. Touch. La- last week I fucking lost them, but I found them later when I went to my car. Uh. So, but anyways, Phil Jones to West Bromwich. I think, I mean, West Bromwich is relegation bound, but any playing time for Phil Jones will do him well. Yeah. I mean, he's not a bad defender, but he he's prone to mistakes. He's West Brom level. Yeah, West Brom level mistakes you can afford mm-hmm. for a club like West Brom. Uh, so good good move for him if it happens. Uh, there's there's news also of another United center back possibly moving. I forget he's even a United center back. Marcos Rojo to Newcastle. Oh, they could definitely use him. Yeah. Well, there's also the rumor that he uh, he Mike, might go back to Argentina to yeah. uh, Boca Juniors. I think it is. Yeah. Um. So either move is good for him. Yeah. He'll get more playing time either way. I think he'll probably get paid more in Newcastle. To be fair. And I think. I think he's a better defender than he's than what's been shown at United. 
the last four or five seasons. Yeah. He had, he had a really good showing at the World Cup in uh, 2014. Yeah. So. I mean, there's not too much... Oh, well, these days, there's not too much depth at the center back position for Argentina, you know? So, yeah. He has the opportunity. I think uh, for Newcastle, they have good experiences with Argentine defenders. Uh, Fernandez comes to mind. But, yeah, I think it's a good move for him. Another center back that may be moving uh, from Germany to Spain is uh, David Alaba. There, a lot of uh, rumors are pointing to him joining Real Madrid. Yeah, there's reports out that he's uh, signed a pre-contract with Madrid to join in the summer. Yeah. Um, and uh, if if Sergio Ramos leaves, I guess it's not bad. Yeah, that ties into the rumor that uh, Sergio Ramos is going to PSG. Right, right. Um, I've heard rumors to City. I don't buy that shit, though. I don't buy that. I mean, bro, look at our center back depth at the moment. It just doesn't look likely. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have Eric Garcia till the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know. but and I don't like Eric Garcia going to Barcelona. Uh, no, nothing to worry about there. He's just going to be scapegoated. I, at least I think. But we'll see. Now, a rumor that I really do like for Madrid, more than the Alaba rumor, is Pau Torres to Real Madrid. I've been high on this guy since last year. One of the best left-footed, left-footed center backs in the world, in my opinion. Just not well-known because he plays for Villarreal. I think that'd be a great pickup for them. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned this. This is this is not a rumor, to be clear. But Laporte, to but, Madrid, but I have nice. this tendency to put things out into the universe, and it happens. Yeah, kind of like the whole uh, John Stones sort of thing. Foden to Madrid. Foden. Ah, uh, no, that that one won't happen. But that's a rumor so. that you told me, right? Oh well, it, it, did we yeah. talk about that last week? Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. But I don't. I still don't think it'll happen. So I'm gonna put things into the universe. Yeah. <laughs> That'd and, be crazy, uh, though, huh? Laporte going to Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, Pau Torres, though, to, to Madrid a bureau could be a generational signing. I think if he um, goes to Madrid, he can be there for the next yeah, decade. Yeah, it, it could be one of those things where we didn't lose a step in losing uh, Ramos. The one thing about Ramos that I very few, if any, players have is his leadership qualities. His, uh, his importance to the team. And... Not a lot of defenders score as much as he does, if any. No, nobody comes close. Uh, so we lose that with him, but you know, stability in the back is more important than goals in yeah. favor from a defender. But anyway, continue with. with that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I would I, love Laporte more than anybody, though. Tell you, Laporte truth. is definitely more proven. How old is Laporte? Huh? How old is? Oh, Laporte? he's like maybe mid twenties. Yeah, like maybe twenty-five. I, I forget twenty-six maybe. Um, but no, he's he's a good center back. One of the, for me the best passing center backs from the out. Oh, his left foot is mad. He's left footed and and well, he can even play left back if you need him to. But he doesn't have the pace for it. But he has the delivery, ball retention, possession. Pau Torres though would be a better option for less money, I think. And he's Spanish too, so that's nice. But um, yeah, staying in Spain though, uh, a, a Dutch player who plays in France going to Spain. Depay, it's been rumored to Barca before, but now mm-hmm. it's looking more common or Especially more likely. With, more common with Koeman. With, yeah, with Koeman. Um, I don't really care for the move. I've never been too big on Depay. I think he has all the swag. He has some nice moments like Pogba in terms of like getting those six-second videos where it's like, fuck, he's sick. But in, in the grand scheme, I don't know if he's uh, he's, he he's done, not going to take them anywhere like that where they're not at now. He know? hasn't done shit since the 2014 World Cup. <laughs> Yeah, but he has a cool lion tattoo on his back or whatever the fuck he has. Yeah, and he had Steve Harvey's daughter, so what? Hey, man, respect. <laughs> respect. But, um, yeah, that's one. 
another player from England possibly going to Spain uh, is Marcos Alonso, maybe going hmm. to Atletico Madrid. That's not a good move. It's not. He's a he's a left back, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he's not a good left back. Because there's rumors that Lodi might be going uh, to. Well, there's been rumors he might go to City. I don't know if that'll happen. That'd be nice. I'd I'd take any left back. I mean, oh, City desperately need a left back. As if they need more defenders. Yeah, I think that's the last. That's the weak link. Yeah. And the central defensive midfield, but you know, you like Rodri. I don't. So I think he's just... good, but um, could, I think my, the guy I'm high on is Denis Sakaria from from uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. But I don't know if it'll happen. He's good. He's good. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of like a move I don't really have an opinion on, truthfully. Um, and then Yupa Meccano, uh, rumored to go to Bayern. You know, Bayern typically by the best players in Germany. And yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, staying with Bayern, Kamavinga. Who was strongly linked to Real Madrid now is being linked to Bayern. I think uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that because players go to Bayern and they make or break. We saw Renato Sanchez. There's go too there. much too soon. Yeah, and but you, it's an easy league to play in. Not the easiest, wow. but you're playing for the best team in the league, so there's a lot of there's a lot of room for. There's error. a lot of jostling for positioning, and you're not you're not taking Kimmich off off that starting. Line. No, no, but you know, and that's think, Kamavinga's position. Thiago left, so they have that. Well, well, give me feel that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking there, there's um, yeah. they have a lot of good young players there too. I'm, I'm forgetting their names because I don't follow Bayern like that hard. But I don't know. I really don't know. I think I don't think it's a good move for Kamavinga. But I, w- I would like to see him take like that half step where you're not necessarily in a top tier team, because any team, any big team that he goes to, he's not going to get enough playing time. Whether it's Madrid, whether it's uh, Bayern Munich, whether it's uh, Juventus, Chelsea, Manchester, whatever, whatever big team there is, there's like this half step where it's like you're a tier below. Yeah, those those big teams you sign there for a year or two, develop, we see how good you really are, and then you're ready for Real Madrid, Bayern yeah. Munich. But those teams, they're not gonna let you play. Yeah, you're not good um, enough yet. I mean, Udegaard, for example, was supposed to be this huge talent, and he is. Mm-hmm. And it took him a while to actually be recalled from loans and all that shit. Yeah, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I I don't know I I don't know how I feel about it. I I mean I have my own things about Bayern. I don't really like them, but I mean if if he goes <laughs> there, I think he will he will probably do bits though. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. And well, I think he's a. I think he's like one of those rare players that's going to do well regardless. Where is Kamavinga playing again? I don't know why I'm forgetting the club's Ren. name. Oh, that's right, Ren. I don't. It's any. I mean, there's Fourth a lot of place, by the way. Yeah, the, there's a lot of steps up from there. So damn, they're above uh, Marseille and Monaco. Yeah, Marseille's having a tough run right now. At Montpellier. Um, and then the last rumor I have is uh, Juan Macias going to Juve. This is, a, this is not like a big rumor, but it's been thrown out there. I don't know how, how great the credibility is, but I think if he does go to Juve, maybe get loan, gets loaned out. I'd, pr- I'd prefer him to go to a lesser club, like Na- Napoli, like where Chucky went. I think even lower than that, like Cagliari, Genoa. Genoa, yeah, maybe Sassuolo. Maybe even Atalanta. Fiorentina. Yeah. Something, something. But like... like but he can learn a lot from Ronaldo, Morata. Yeah. Diwala, those guys. Papu Gomez. 
He's nah. rumored also for Juventus. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those are all the rumors I, I conjured at the moment with, with the effort to not repeat any from last week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of Ronaldo, before we end off on that, uh, he broke uh, Pelé's record. Yeah. Well, he has a thousand-something technically, so. Uh, well, we're uh, counting friendlies and shit and <laughs> training match sessions and shit. Pelé has... We're counting Cascarita matches and whatnot. 5,000 goals. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anything else that we need to talk about? No, no, I think uh, that covers everything. Football's yeah. been kind to us this week. Yeah. As it always is. I love this game. I love Argentina. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Episode 29. Uh, Henry G at uh, Henry2Live on Twitter. Yes, sir. Uh, is that the same on Instagram? Henry the Eighth, like the king on Instagram. Uh, I'm Nestor. That's Henry. Two guys, two mics, two pints, and we'll be back with number thirty next week. You sons of bitches. Steph Curry. There you go. Listen (laughs) to some Adela Costa. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.